to Benton Bags with Aaron and Chris. Let's see how juicy today's board is. It's been a while since... Aaron, shut up. Let's just get through this first part. Unders make me sad! Okay, just, let's just get through it. This is the first time we've recorded in a long time. Uh, right now, I just have a parlay. Oh, let me guess, verse five, I have a very small hard penis! Aaron, come on, man. Let's just, let's just go. Uh, Alright, let me get through my parlay. So it's Reds Phillies under three and a half, first five. Of course it is! Aaron, enough. Uh, Braves Nats under four and a half, minus 120. Indians White Sox under four, minus 125, first five. That was the most obvious parlay! Okay, Aaron. So uh, I believe Reds Phillies is Aaron Nola and Sonny Gray. Max Fried, Steven Strasburg, and then it's it's Bieber, and I think it's Dylan C. So I'm just going for that. It's five uh, five risks, 27-21 reward. Aaron, what do you have? I don't like anything about baseball. Aaron, no, you do. You're just very niche on what you like. I like when nothing happens outside of bitches thrown. Aaron. Just say your bets. Just say your bets. Please. I just picked every pitcher over. That's what I picked, and it gives me a boner. It looks like a piece of baby corn in my jeans. Okay, Aaron. Okay. That's that's a really good that's a really good bet. Um I think that's it. Buy buy Bitcoin. Bye. Just get rid of bats entirely. Hey, sorry to make you record twice in a day with me, but I did some more research and I just had more tapes. It's okay. And I want to talk exclusively. <laughs> Have I ever told you you sound like a puppet on Mr. Rogers? Uh, you do, but only in the middle of a love making session. Yeah. So, Beaver, I can't quit Beaver. He's at eight and a half today, which is the lowest we've seen from him in a while. Against the White Sox, we've seen him a bunch, so I probably won't take it, but man, that's a tasty eight and a half, isn't it? Well, let's figure this out. I mean, I don't think that you're way off. Like like we talked about offline, it's the three true outcome rule. So, like, even if you're an offensive powerhouse, you're still striking out considerably. Like, those two statements kind of go in tandem. The rate, um, the league and strikeout percentage, and they're number one in their division. Right, correct. So, uh, let's see. Batting. And I want to look at 
I don't want to look at individual stats. I want to look at team stats. Thank you. Um, this is percentage. The skin. Let's see. Get out of here. I'm never going to become a member of you. Um, <laughs> That's what I love about B-Ref. They never fucking yell at you about anything. Not going to fucking pay Meg Rowley's salary. Uh, I mean, dude, they're, they're striking out a quarter of the time. Yeah. I mean, they they have swing and miss. They, 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 they have a lot of it. And if they're they have gonna have a bad and- day in the box, it's gonna be a day against Shane Bieber. Like I don't think that I don't think eight and a half is crazy. And it's good odds too. It's minus one twenty either way. So don't you yeah. fucking fade me on it. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't fade that. I would never fade an under eight and a half Shane Bieber. That sounds psychotic. Which is just everything you need to know why you should probably take it. Um, so I'll grab that. My my, I think we should do a minus one seven. Anytime we actually can record, do a minus one seventy pick of the day because the Chris Bassett at like five and a half against the Mariners or six and a half is just like a fucking gimme, dude. Dude, Max Fried is minus one seventy five at four and a half. Dude, Fried has not looked that great this year. But and the Nats don't strike out a ton. You're telling me. Give me a break. Also, minus one seventy-five at four and a half. Like, yeah. you just not want people to take that. I don't get that. I think that really is it. Like four and a half at Max Reed against any team, regardless of how he's doing, is something you want to take. I'll take this Stroh uh, four and a half line against the Diamondbacks that have fallen off a cliff. I don't think I'm ever going to bet on Marcus Stroman's strikeout overs ever again. I know what you're talking about without knowing what you're talking about. It's pretty simple. You just can't fucking strike. I don't think you can strike me out. I think he could strike you out. Yeah, he could. He could strike me out. Given a hundred fucking tries. It's funny that everyone's like, he's such a good fielder. And my retort is, yeah, because people fucking hit grounders at him. Because he can't get past them. That's what that happens. He has a lot of reps. Mm-hmm. He does. He puts the ball in play. He's a he's a very good pitcher. Don't get us wrong, but like, can you imagine how bad he would be if he didn't do the shit he did with timing? At, at some point, with those timing guys, I feel like the pitching coach needs to intervene, have a intervention with those pitchers, and say, "Clearly not working as great as you think it is, guys." Did you see the one from yesterday with uh, Johnny Cueto or Cueto? I mean, did he shimmy his shoulders? Dude, it's the most ridiculous wind-up, like, niche I've ever seen. He, let's see if I can figure out how to describe it. He pulls his leg up, looks to second base, pretends to go, swivels his shoulders back up the ready position, and then goes. It's the most elaborate fucking shit I've ever seen a pitcher do. I'm going to see if I can find it. Uh, 22 hours ago... This has to be it. Yeah. If he did more, then I'm sure he did. But I saw one specific pitch that was just bonkers. Which I know what he was trying to do because he was trying to convince the guy on second he was going to go home and straighten back up. 
but it looks like he did totally by mistake because it was just such a movement to do on purpose. Oh, I saw it. And he like, shit. Is that- how is that not a box? He didn't leave the rubber. That has such I'm not hitting you vibes. <laughs> or I'm not touching you vibes. Like, give me a break. Yeah, he doesn't leave the rubber, dude. It's, it's, he's insane. Hey, remember that guy who used to like jump off of the rubber? It was Carter Cap. Carter Cap, yeah. He, he like did a crow hop. Yeah, that was fun. That was good shit. Um, yeah, I like the glass now over against the Yankees. The Yankees suck ass. I want to do a two team, two, two game parlay, first five unders between, uh, who was it? I'm going to do You're Steve. on board. You're on board. Hey, I got to try new things. You'll never, just say, you'll never just say that you're having a good time when you do something that I do that you didn't do before, will you? It needs to be my idea, Chris. You know this. God. It's just, I did my idea. Yeah. You must You must be You must be a fun person at parties where someone's like, here's a mojito. Like, this is great. I invented it, actually. You got this from me. <laughs> Everything bad comes from you. That's how it works. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, dude. First five hundred. And just first fives in general. They're a good time. First fives are fun. Yeah, I'm. I'm getting on board with them. Um, I, I mean, was, tell we, me this. Like, you have to tell me you feel more control in your bets on a first five than you do a full nine. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, when it's stud day, it's it's hard. I mean, funny day. Uh. Sonny, you're Aaron Nolan. Yeah. My favorite thing I wouldn't, about first fives, honestly, and I'm about to jinx it, so I apologize, is Vegas hasn't caught on, and they still make the odds pretty goddamn juicy. Like, they're typically, yeah. like, minus 110s, minus 105s, and I'm like, so you're going to give me a minus 175 on the pitcher, but I can get a first five minus 105 on runs? Like, yeah, what are we doing? There is a very odd gap there. I agree because I don't think I've seen a first five, be it I haven't been paying attention to many of the odds till very recently, more than like a minus 125. Yeah. Aaron Nola. Is that what it is today? Uh, Aaron Nola, Sonny Gray. I mean, that that was a part of my first five under. I'm taking that one. And then I yeah. think I'm going to take the Beaver Cease because Cease has been good, man. And the Indians... Yeah. I forget who said it. It was definitely you and not me. But the White Sox starting rotation is nasty. Like full, like collective rotation is nasty. It was me before the season when we were arguing about the Twins and White Sox. Yeah, dude, there, Lance Lynn, motherfucker, and you, he was he's writing the shit. A little worried about him, but he's back, baby. Like full force. Dylan, that game, is coming against, along. that game against the Royals was like the end of Scarface. I don't know how he did what he did, but he w- he was on a mission. Like, mm. I would say a very poor to- tasted joke right now, but I'll I'll say that I'll say it offline. Carlos Rodon, Michael Kopech is getting stretched, and he's the nastiest one in that fucking rotation. Right, and Liam Hendricks is actually showing up. Yeah, he's. He's on his way back too because he was started the year off really rough. But then they also got Crochet and they got a couple other guys. They got Bummer back there. They have a 
The White Sox are a fucking wagon, and they're going to win the World Series despite Tony Larusa. And then I think they just have to kill Tony Larusa at the end of it. If Tony Larusa wins the World Series with this team, he's he retires, right? Hopefully. Like, what would Tony Larusa? He's I, he would have to be gone. Yeah, dude. I just think his family hates him. Clearly, I'm not sure how much family that guy's got. <laughs> how much he drinks and drives. Right. Be hard to that guy. Yeah. Um, this quote of thing I just brought it up again. It's fucking. Bananas. What a goober. Uh, so Chris Bassett, my minus one seventy pick of the day, over five and a half against the Mariners. I saw Liam Hendricks in an interview where it was like a collage interview where they're asking all players the same question and like going through their different interviews. And every time it got to him, his head was like five times bigger than the other guys. He has a huge head. His his, his melon is gigantic. It's like a long oval watermelon. Yeah, dude. It's huge. It's fucking. it's, it's, It's like a 10 gallon head. And his, his forehead, he's got that thing where if you feel your forehead before it kind of becomes the temples, it has that crest. He has like Neanderthal crest on both sides of her truth. It's a yeah. fucking mouth. Plus he's like Australian, so I'm sure his skull is probably six inches thick. And <laughs> it's just from banging fosters against his forehead. I have one person in Australia who cancels the just overt racism. He said he's a, did you say he's a racist? You just cut out. No, I said I hope I hope someone in Australia who listens to us uh, at three in the morning when the baseball games start uh, cancels you for being racist towards the skulls of Australians. I just hope he calls me a cunt. God, isn't it cool when someone with an accent calls someone a cunt? I mean, it's like a thing down in Australia, and it's that it's in a, England too. Like a cunt yeah. is like even like as mean as a bin, bitch here. Yeah, dude, it's like calling someone a wussy. It's just my favorite. I remember when I had uh, Instagram and there was this outback hunter I used to follow that would just go out into the outback forever and bring a bow and arrow and just kill things. And it was just like stories of that. And he was by himself, didn't sleep in a tent or anything, just in the fucking Australian outback. And every time like another celebrity would be like, oh man, that seems so cool, I'd love to do it with you. And he'd always reply, well, come on then, you cunt. <laughs> it made me laugh every time. <laughs> it's really good. Because I know, like, it's just like the way he's, he reads it is just absolutely so tame. And it kind of sounds that way. But could you imagine, like, someone living in Hollywood, California, get that said back to them and how startling that would feel? Like, I don't want to be engaged with this anymore. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to get that <laughs> That's what I think about whenever I saw that. Well, come on, then, you friends. There's probably rich dudes in Hollywood who like wanted to fly to kick his ass because he thought they called him a Tuscan American. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Uh, pretty cool shit though. I mean, Australians are Australians are neat. I have you ever seen that coyote guy? I gotta send you this video. No. Did you see the video of the woman who pushed a bear off a fence? Like that's it's going around today. I feel like that's probably this guy because his whole thing is getting stung by big mean insects. And, oh, dude, uh, this is like a woman. There's a bear on a fence, and their do- her dogs are like barking at it. And 
instead of going and wrangling the dogs, she walks over to the bear and fucking pushes the bear off the fence and then grabs the dogs. Like, a bad bitch. Also, your take on somebody who is just married riding on their car, uh, back windshield, saying just married, and then their Venmo. Should I request money from them? I can't, wants knock to do it. I can't. I can't knock the hustle. I can't knock the hustle. It's Kylie Ray, K Y L E E R E Y, on Venmo. If you guys want to request some, some yeah, from or send them a note and just say, "Come on, then you can." All right, so fives. Let's let's round this out real quick. First fives. I need to look at the Aaron Nola. Oba, because I kind of like that one against the Reds. Um, and then Glass now, baby. Glass now and Bieber. I think those, I think that's what I'm rolling with today. And then Bassett. And I don't know, you know. Uh, is Glass now left-handed? No, he's right-handed. Dang it! I was gonna say that would be like a shoo-in for me. The way the Yankees are against left-handers. Oh, yeah, I mean, you fucking... Tarek Skubal. What a name and what a face. Like, talk about... Are we sure that we have the right name on the right guy? <laughs> yeah. I mean, are we in a safe space to say that? Because that is that is the most, like, double-take face I've ever seen. It's like calling Casey Myers Tarek Skubal. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, is he like uh, Dagestanian or something? Is that what I know that is? I don't even know what that word is you just said. It's a country like in near Russia. It's where uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov is from. Um, the he's from. He's from. God, Denver, I hope it's California. like. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I hope it's like fucking Paris, Texas. I want to fucking know. Tariq Daniel Scuba nationality? Before you go. I don't know, dude. What's his. Okay. I don't know, dude. Do I want to know. We just guessed people's races. Dude, his dad, I'm seeing a family photo. His dad looks like a manager at like a Red Robin. Got it. Maybe he is, dude. Red Robin steak fries, unlimited steak fries, yum. Yeah, counting their ad, you know. They're like, "Come on, you cut." All right. We gonna buy Bitcoin buy here? No. Come on, let's do it. His I'm name, three. his his brothers are named Russ and Tyler. I could not be more confused. Different dad, different mom. I love those fucking meme photos. Those are just so chef kiss. All right, bye Bitcoin, bye. This has been betting bags, but wait before you go. There's a few rules that you might want to know. Number one, only bet on games you want. Number two, don't bet more than you're willing to tell your Number three, don't bet the day before you owe if you already
This has been Betting Bags Gamble Responsibly.